Yo, is this seat taken? Uh, yeah, it is. taken by two of my good friends who I haven't seen in forever. They are both flight attendants. I have Ellie here. She is fashionista and plant mom. And then I have Robbie, who's a project manager for Vite Tea Company. Hi. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, I'm so excited. So I really wanted to bring you two on because you're both flight attendants. And I feel like that's a side of the hospitality industry that completely gets looked over. And I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. like it's people don't look at that mm -hmm. as if it's hospitality, mm -hmm. and it is the ultimate hospitality. Right. You right. know what I mean? Because you like, guys we're trapped hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. There's no running it's like away. Captive when you're hospitality. hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, being friends with you two definitely made me respect mm -hmm. that job a lot more not that I didn't respect it before but just seeing your schedule and how crazy it is and just knowing what you to do on the daily basis is yeah, like even try to hang out with you it's like our schedule yeah. <laughs> they never match up I have not <laughs> seen these two in literally over a year because they're flight attendants and I'm a bartender and yeah. the schedules literally oh, do not match sorry. up I, mean, I, I feel like I happened. it's weird because you think Oh, I just saw you last week, but it in reality no, it was yeah. like a month ago. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Before no, like, before recording and Ellie before you got here, but Robbie and I were literally like, wait, when was the last time we yeah, saw each other? Like, like, really we think. both were like, Oh fuck. And I was like, wait, was it literally last winter? And, and it, it was, was Christmas. It was, it was Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Of 2018, because <laughs> it's 2020 now. And let's note, like, all of us have, uh, like, obscure schedules. Yes. We that. were together in Christmas. <laughs> On a major holiday, yeah. all of us. It was, a, it was, like, it was, uh, it was the Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve, that's what it was. Because yeah. I remember, yeah. Totally. I wore my Santa nice. outfit. Yeah. Uh, Santa. And you did. I think I tried on a ones, one of your onesies that night. It was a fun I night. props for sure. We oh ended up in we ended up in Sportswins and then I ended up in Continental and it was just downhill from there. Right. Uh, for the listeners that don't know what Continental is, it's a semi trashy. I shouldn't even say semi. It's a trashy 4 a.m. bar. Yeah, let's just call it what it is. It's a, it's a dumpster. <laughs> it's a, but it's fun. <laughs> there's blood in the bathrooms usually more than half the time. That may be the most Chicago oh thing ever. 4 a.m. bloody bar. Like, bloody bar. Bloody bar. Yeah. I know the questions that everyone's like, well, casual. That's pretty And then pizza's pretty very cool. close, so like that's nice. <laughs> Get your walk home a shame pizza. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, like, thank you for noting the flight attendant like industry because mm -hmm. I never thought about it until I got into it mm -hmm. and I always thought it was like so glamorous like mm -hmm. oh like you know you're just like serving passengers beverages you're laying over in these awesome like layovers and locations which is true but like the other side that Ellie and I did not know what we were getting <laughs> into like right out of the training in 2016 they placed us at the most expensive city in the states they put us in San Francisco and we were getting paid cents on the dollars starting mm -hmm. out. 
living with wow. eight people in a one-bedroom apartment, and we were on on call twenty-four hours a day. Mm-hmm. It was just like your whole life was just like shaking up. Yeah, it was crazy. And it was, and it's so strange how we just kind of had it in our minds. We were like, okay, this is our new normal. Like that's just what yeah. we had to do. We called, I know, my apartment. There was six of us in one bedroom. And we called it the frat house because it was wild. <laughs> There's no rules. I mean. It was a lawless person. We like were in San Francisco. Oh, we were just on call all the time. So we wouldn't be working a lot if they weren't calling us. So we were just bored. And there was just people <laughs> around all the time. So we are like, well get fucked up like, like there's nothing else to do yeah. at the time. and we're oh, excited you know starting this new career i and forgot that you're so much younger yeah, i'm 25 and you're 26 i just turned 26 okay yes. not that much younger it was a total frat house it like. was i loved it it was a it was fun but it was good for a year yeah <laughs> and then i mean i'm a person who needs space like right coming back from a trip i mean we see how many people did you mention earlier like oh my god the amount of all different kinds of people we see working and then coming home just being on the plane you need and just going yeah. home and you're walking into just people and nowhere to go and it's hard to decompress yeah. it was fun and i love california i can't yeah. wait to get back but maybe when i can afford absolutely it. <laughs> yeah absolutely which is not i mean currently not were right you now. two living in california before you took on the job no, no. where were you living i actually was in Chicago with another airline at the time. Okay. Um, it was just an express, and I, I always kind of saw myself going mainline. So, okay. Um, and then when United hired me out of training, we all kind of got dumped in you, San Francisco. So you didn't, didn't get to pick no. where you were? No. Well, they asked us. They were like, what's your preference on cities? And then I think the day they announced it, they go, well, guess what? Everyone's going yeah. to SFL. And we're like, oh, why so do you like, fill it I, out? I definitely <laughs> preference New York. And they're just mm-hmm. like, well, finger guns. Like, yo, right. you get San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, great. Like, do they give you like a travel stipend or anything? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> they give you a, they gave <laughs> us a, a $300 loan. Yes, I said loan. Yeah. What? And that barely paid mm-hmm. my first month to rent out a bed and yeah. a one bedroom that had eight beds in it. Oh. And we and also <laughs> in training in training you're like not paid a lot. I mean, yeah, you're was, not paid during training we were paid and it's like six weeks. Two hundred dollars every two weeks. Was that yeah, it? For, or something like for that? Food, or like it was basically just kind of like a A bunch of ramen noodles and yeah. alcohol. It was oh a struggle. My gosh. It was and I have a I have like a crazy like dietary restriction stuff. So yeah. I mean they would give us lunch during our training days, oh. but it was sandwiches every day. It was a I can't have bread. They wouldn't even like ask you what and your allergies they are. They were just like, oh, oh well, no. I can be like deconstructed, oh, no. and I just was like, oh. it's like you guys are supposed to be hospitable <laughs> to like you're being so, hospitable yes. to everyone else in the air. Why aren't you hospitable? So to I had to go what? out and like bring in my own food. Oh. I was like, oh. So like your whole yeah, world okay. like. I guess I feel like it was kind of like a false expectation because like yeah. I was just like oh it's gonna be so glamorous it looks so glamorous wait. but there's like and, the other and then side then to the it the reality it's just yeah. like you get hit in the face like mm-hmm. both sides like you're on 24 hour reserve they call you like anytime during the night mm-hmm. they send you out for Res- maybe six days sorry reserve is know? like basically an on call shirt yes right? yes mm-hmm. yeah yep. you're on yeah. call <laughs> and like you could be gone for one day or up to six days yeah. so and you have no idea whether to pack for cold weather or warm mm-hmm. weather so you're constantly just like you have a bathing well, suit and yeah. a winter coat. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> and as someone who I mean I love my outfits and I you love do. piecing things yeah. together, it drives me nuts. Oh, yeah, because I'm like if I end up in a cool ass place and I have like 
just some basic ass shit in my suitcase. I'm yeah. pissed. Like, it really idiot. And of course, it's like whenever... <laughs> do you still not know where you're going, or you do know where you're going? Well, yeah. we're, not we're, we're, we're to the point now to where, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I have a schedule, but unfortunately, yes, she I is still not. on reserve. Oh, really? So, essentially, Ravi gets to choose his trips and kind of build his yeah. own schedule at the mm-hmm. moment. And oh. I am just a little bit and under him. And she, yeah. So it's all seniority driven. So she was sure. hired two weeks after me, which doesn't oh. sound like a oh, big difference. I was like four people away yeah. from getting. She was super close from getting. That's what we call having exactly. a line is mm-hmm. what I have where you can like manipulate your schedule. Sure. And she's on reserve, which oh, is on call. Oh, man. And so you're on call every single time. Oh, yes. Yeah. If so. I'm on, I'm on. And after I, like two I years, three years? months. Yeah, I mean, we're pushing four. Yeah, we started two thousand sixteen. Wow. So it's. I mean, it. I wow. must say, I. I mean, I, we were holding lines for a good five months there last year, and it was a completely different job. Yeah, it was you, you just never know with this industry. We live months, like month to month. Yeah. Like one month, you may have like. Oh, like, oh, I'm doing international layovers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to Hong Kong and all that stuff. And the next month, it's just like, I'm do- going Houston. to Mexico City. And Five back. times a month. You know, not so even one day. day. Yeah. Oh, or so like, you don't oh, even I'm going to Minneapolis it. for like five hours mm-hmm. and coming back. Like, it's just annoying trips yeah. that no one would want. And I'm the type of person who, and a lot of people like high time trips, which means you work 14 hours straight. And people like that. They're like, oh, I'm getting my hours in. Um, I like this job for the layovers, and Absolutely. I like, yeah, you know, maybe two flight stops and uh, on reserve. Sure. You have no control. Well, yes. I will say, um, thinking back to a year ago, Ellie and I were on reserve, and we got called in to do a charter. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was fun. For the Kansas, was it the Chiefs that we did? We the were that for? the one we did was we did the Penn State football team from their bowl. Yes. Thing. Yes. So, so that was a cool experience. We got, so one of our largest planes is the 777, which has like, yeah, 350 passengers, It's beautiful. you know, large first class. So we got to ferry that flight over. Which means empty. It's completely empty. Oh, really? So there's just 10 flight attendants fucking around for an hour. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, we're like running the ship like crazy. And it's cool because it's, I mean, since there's no passengers on board, we, you know, we can, we can you know, do things we don't normally do. You could um, be, like, real weird. Uh, <laughs> like, and it was really cool. I, we got to I sit in the cockpit. I was going to say, yeah. can we say that? I guess, For takeoff yeah. and landing, Ellie Which is and a I big got deal. to sit in the cockpit. So yeah. we got to be up there, and I mean, this plane massive. massive. And it was so cool. I mean, it's unreal what they do up there. And whenever, and we brought it's them, the um, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, right? Oh. And they make the big bucks, too. <laughs> But whenever we got to Phoenix or wherever we lay over, laid over, Ellie and I partied our asses oh, off. It was so much fun. I mean, it was it was a good time. That's awesome. That's yeah. a nice part about the so job. Whenever you, you have layovers like that, yeah. And then you get shitty ass. Yeah, trips. you gotta take the good with the bad sometimes. I mean, it's so extreme. Yeah. There's sometimes we'll work 14 hours straight, and then our layover at a hotel will be 12 hours, and then the next day will be a 13 hour day, and uh. it's like. It's a lot. to sleep. And we still have to be nice and put together and smile yeah. for these assholes. <laughs> totally. Well, I was saying that on the last episode, like, you kind of, if you're having a bad day mm-hmm. or whatever you have going on, like, even, you know, with bartending, serving, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you have to put on this, like, fake smile. Mm-hmm. If someone's yeah. being a complete dick to you, you have to be like... 
I'm okay. so sorry. Yeah. How can I make this better for you? Instead of being like, you're actually being a fucking asshole, right. and I don't want to fucking talk to you because you're being an asshole. But I need like, to pay not... my rent, so I have to be nice to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. exactly. Exactly. I am, oh man, I, there's something when someone's being an asshole and in your face. I just love taking a moment to just breathe and kind of look around because nowadays every, everyone's watching. Yeah. Everyone's recording. Everyone's Everyone has waiting for something to They're happen. waiting for it. And yeah. I love when someone's being just a total dick and like I look around just a little bit and people look at me like it's not you yeah, yeah. He, it's him and it it immediately makes so me feel your better temper, and I'm like, like oh. temper tantrum like you know, <laughs> we're gonna bring you some pretzels and a coke mm-hmm. don't worry that's <laughs> funny work it out Binky wait your security blanket I'm yeah. just, I know I'm very much controlling the weather outside. Like, would you like a little coloring book with the airplane? I'm just like, <laughs> and when things go wrong and oh, like the TVs go out or the Wi-Fi is not working, like very first world, like they problems, they think it's you know? the end of the sure. world and they're in my. I mean, they get in your face. Like I'm not even exaggerating. Like grown men will be like standing up, towering down on me. Like it better work, and I'm like. Okay, look at me. What? What am I going to do? Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) I'm like, Like, you're asking the blonde flight attendant right now how to fix the Wi-Fi. I'm like, sir, we're going 500 miles an hour at 30,000 B. I'm like, um, and I always let me unplug the router real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just blow in it. (laughs) (laughs) Like an old Nintendo. Like, let me just blow in a cartridge. Maybe that'll work. I tell them all the same thing. I'm always like, okay. Believe me when I say this, I wish it was working for you so yeah. bad 100%. because we would not be having this conversation. Like, you think I really want to stand here and listen to you yell at me about something? Well, you know, I had the I'm like, I want it to work for you so bad. So bad. And they always kind of look at me like, I'm being an ass, right? And I'm like, you are. This, you this are. actually happened the other day, and it was so funny. This guy said the Wi-Fi's not working, so I told the captain, and he literally said, Robbie, the captain said, Robbie, <laughs> let me come out there and talk to him. Oh. And this captain came out there and gave him a copy of a book that he wrote about <laughs> and it pertained to him being a pilot <laughs> and the passenger looked at that shitty ass book and said no thank you I think I have flown <laughs> with this pilot oh I'm boy. sure he does that to everyone oh my gosh wait that that is so like we funny. want your book that we can buy on Amazon for five dollars no I'm good captain alright let's get into this first segment it's death meal I love chicken I tenders love and like I macaroni was, and cheese. I was <laughs> <to say> <laughs> like biscuits. Yeah, fuck it. It's southern. That's southern, I, like yeah. coming out of me. <laughs> oh, that like lard, like fried chicken. Like, yes. Yeah. I know, I'm garbage. I mean, it's not. No, like I love fried chicken. So after that, good. right? So I good. mean, yeah. I would probably say something like a really good, shitty, terrible for you mac and cheese. I can't have gluten yeah. or dairy. Yeah, so if I could just so just go out, out yeah. you want to die? Fuck it, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I yeah, mac and cheese. I miss mac it a and lot. cheese. This I'm is really low missing. key making me a little hungry. <laughs> but I'm not dying tomorrow, so sticking to the diet. Yeah, I was, I was, I've been craving like chicken wings all day, and I'm like. Well, have I you had, been to Crisp? I had chicken wings two days ago. Mm-hmm. Crisp is so good. Where it's, is it? It's in Lakeview. It's a Korean barbecue place. Oh, Korean and it, barbecue oh has God. great wings. These wings Love that it. they make are delicious. Mm. Like, I should do an ad for them right now. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not sponsored, but should yeah, be. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Your little mom and pop shop, can you give us some money? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Or some I sauce. take coupons, you know. Like just, <laughs> just, some I, yeah, just some coupons, some free chicken, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Love it. 
Um, I wanted to talk about burnout within that side of the industry because I know from my personal experience it definitely happens. Um, there's definitely a lot of mental health issues when it comes to, you know, like restaurant and bar hospitality um, humans and. I yeah wanted to talk about that with you guys because obviously you're definitely being like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? mentally beat down drained <laughs> yeah like so like obviously you guys deal with people mm-hmm. and it's not just that I mean we're dealing with people and then time zone and um, some days can be one three hour flight or one. Yeah, and you know, day I, with flights. And excuse me. I, I mean, I definitely get why people are frustrated by the time they get to me. Just playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had to drive in traffic to get to O'Hare or mm-hmm. whatever airport. They have to go through too. TSA. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we didn't. You know, yeah, they, yeah, we don't have to go through TSA. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, and, and then they have to get to the gate agent, and the boarding process mm-hmm. is stressful for people that don't typically like or used to airports totally so like the way I ground myself is like this is my environment I do this for a living like I know the ins and outs of an airplane like this might be your first time mm-hmm. but also like on the other hand there's just some people that are straight up assholes mm-hmm. like <laughs> like yeah. I'm just like I would hate to go home to you at night like I am just, <laughs> like I'm just like wow yeah <laughs> I always try to tell myself um I mean people normally traveling there's a reason if it's work which is yeah. probably stressful Absolutely. people travel to you know sick relatives or yeah. funerals, funerals or different things. i always if someone's being a dick to me i'm like you're projecting that's like your grounding yeah. statement. this this is not yeah. actually about me like, you have to be like an empath yeah. of it and be like mm-hmm. okay well i don't know i'm like there's going. something Absolutely. you don't have to talk about it i i honestly kind of tell myself i'm like, I'm like it's okay yeah. Yeah. There's some. There's You're clearly an issue. I am a stranger like interacting out. like this. Like it's fine. Like go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be your little punching bag today. Oh right? no. <laughs> but in turn, it's just like you know we'll go back to the hotel room mm-hmm. and you just feel like you just got like punched in the gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes because it's, it's so a lot. Draining. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I've been talking about this for a while, and I actually mentioned this on the last episode, and with you know, bartending, serving, you are, when you're dealing with people, when you're being of service, exactly, when you're being of service to people, people don't realize that that is, like, an exchange of energy, and Mm -hmm. you're taking on that energy, but also, like, giving yourself and exerting so much energy, and honestly, like, yeah, you're gonna feel depleted by the end of it, like, when I work Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, if I work, even if I just work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Fridays and Saturdays are the busiest. By the time I'm done with that Saturday shift, if I have to work a Sunday, I'm like, I I can't do it. Like, I'm, I'm just right. dead. Like, I can't. And, I mean, flipping the script and bringing it, dialing it back into flight attendants, like, it's, I mean, you're not serving as much alcohol, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, you're still doing that exchange of energy with people and, yeah, people... And being in, like, the confined space kind of amplifies it. Totally. You know, it's, it's just high stress for everyone. It's high stress it for everyone. You know, I, there's a lack of oxygen to a certain degree <laughs> that people may not be used to. You're yeah. Tra- you're, like, trapped to your seat. You can't walk around for yeah. security reasons. Mm-hmm. There's not much you can do. Yeah. And, uh, can I just say something? Yeah. You're traveling, and you're going to be flying on an airplane, or just in general, <laughs> just traveling wherever. Drink water and eat 
food. Yeah. Like, yes. I think that's a lot of people get really worked up mm-hmm. and don't feel well and they get You get dehydrated irritated. up there. I'm yeah. like, I, I've, okay, I'm the, when I, emergencies happen to me all the time. I'm like the queen of medical <laughs> happening. Yeah. I have more, She's well equipped. just more specifically women who, I swear to God, they like forget to drink water and eat and they mm-hmm. pass out and like hit their heads. I've had more people pass out on my planes. Oh, and I'm like, wow. did you eat today? And they're like, the oh, I was oh. running late and I, forgot or I didn't have time and like oh I guess you're right I haven't had water and I'm like mm-hmm. okay well. or you don't want to pay the prices of I, the airport food wa- and that's another thing too if I'm not eating or drinking on the plane it definitely affects me yeah oh, I'm burned yeah. out by the end of the day well whenever mm-hmm. I go on an airplane hungover I feel like I want to die oh. I'm it like this is the like imagine working and also yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're like imagine working being on an airplane and hungover and that's why you should be nice to your flight attendants we're probably yeah. hungover and working <laughs> be nice to us alright well, yeah. you know kind of like dialing back into the you know mental health yeah yeah totally. a, a lot of people like because we have that exchange all the time there's obviously we need a release totally and for a lot of people unfortunately it's alcohol, alcohol. Mm-hmm. yeah because it's it, it's the one we can't smoke pot because mm-hmm. we're yeah. drug tested we're randomly drug tested yeah well, yeah so you never so, know if you like what's and it could be yeah. any base hub anywhere you anywhere. could as soon as you get off of the plane they could be waiting base. for you for a drug test so the yeah. only drug you can really is accesses alcohol mm-hmm. and there's people that they get to their hotel room and for in order that for them to sleep in a different time zone or to decompress or whatever the situation may be yeah. they have to chug a lot of alcohol um yeah, yeah mama likes her glass of scotch yeah uh, i mean all, at the end of the day that nice is what i look forward to yeah. i like it i I have a routine. You have a routine, right? Absolutely. I feel like every flight attendant has a little. But as soon as you get routine. to your room, you place you place your bag in the same place. Mm-hmm. You uh, you do your toiletries a certain way. You <laughs> I throw it out there. I'm meanwhile because you're supposed to probably look for the you know the, the someone hiding stranger danger because we we do we have to like look in our rooms we have to look behind curtains like if there's someone been wants to attack my big ass go right ahead where wow. there's been flight attendants where people have been waiting it under beds Absolutely. or behind curtains and like flight attendants have been raped before and, it, and it's mainly what the fucked up part is mainly hotel staff no it is because they know where crew is staying mm-hmm. and it's yeah they'll, it's really let, they'll hi- hide themselves in a room so we have oh, to wow. we, i mean it really is i have really? to go through and and really check <laughs> like i have to check everywhere and like you know closets and stuff and um, but meanwhile you know but part of my so that's like your routine you get I, to the hotel well, right. i um you prop your door I hate with being your in uniform by the end of the day i feel so gross i feel like i smell like the airplane it doesn't matter if it's a short flight or not so i feel you gross take off your I'm, uniform i'm like stripping out <laughs> and then I'm do searching. stranger danger right, right. Right. i'm like i and then once i'm like no one's here and then i go the strangers getting the strip tease i go right. straight to the thermostat and i knock it down to like 65 oh like, 100 so i'm just like naked knocking it at 65 and then i'm like all my bags are out. I'm like, all right, scotch time. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I start feeling so, like, immediately so much better. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I did not know that about um, hotel workers. It's, yeah, it's Well, fun. you, you kind of have to think about it. We're, yeah. we're an easy target because we have a, probably some semi-valuable stuff with us because we're on the road. Uh-huh. We're not from that city. So if we get attacked, it's not like people are going to be looking for us. Yeah. You know, and so I'm not, not that I'm trying to like talk us up or anything, but people, they get very excited when they know we're flight attendants. I mean, people like jizz their pants and they're like, oh, you're a flight attendant. So I oh. think people have that also like fantasy mm-hmm. a little bit too. And especially they know where crew is. It's, I don't know. Yeah. 
Man, he definitely meets this some, went some really dark. Yeah, sorry. No, no it's okay. It's like, a... I feel like that's not something that the average person even thinks about. And it's like, not, I didn't it's even not think just about the that. hotel, too. What I mean, we have to, room. we're in these strange cities we don't know. Yeah. Right. We do have to be really hyper aware of totally. just everything. Yeah. And, like, we, and the flight attendants will tell you, too, people who have been flying longer, they'll, they'll even mention, like, oh, we're having this layover. Just, hey, be careful. Like, the hotel maybe in it's kind of like in a little sketch area just be aware yeah, or be you, like yeah. there's it's just more of like word of mouth you might want to do uber yeah. eats tonight mm-hmm. you know or it's like don't walk around here i had that situation yeah. in staten island because it was like a crazy snowstorm so we don't usually stay in staten island so i stayed there i was like oh you know the security guards like be careful I was like, no, I'm fine. So I went outside, immediately turned right back mm-hmm. around because like, somebody right? just like unloaded a freaking gun clip like right in, in front of me. So I was just like, I'll just order pizza, yeah. you know? I'll just order pizza. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it is, you have to constantly, and people yeah. are, I mean, I know we're going down a rabbit hole, but even on planes, I have, oh, so my, I go by Elliot I always have uh-huh. um like since day one my parents have nicknamed me that but that's not my like legal first name yeah and people it's strange because all my social media is Ellie uh-huh. but at work all my badge stuff says my real name right and it's so interesting that people will find me they can on still social find media even with a name that they have like not even heard of they, they can find they me. Pull and they're like, like I was a last on name it's your crazy. flight and I mean it's it's creepy. Yeah, wow. It's, yeah. Social so media is a wild thing. We just kind of oh, have yeah. to worry about ourselves yeah. all the time. And like, circling back, though, to, like, burning out, like, you, a lot of flight attendants do have to rely on mm-hmm. alcohol. So, like, yeah, what other ways um, or outlets, rather, do you guys have to make oh. sure that you aren't burning out completely? I've recently started getting back into working out instead of just, like, so I've cut down on some of the layover drinking and just like mm-hmm. I'm going to be you know productive and like totally. go work out and I'm in school now so like that gives me another outlet to like stimulate my mind mm-hmm. in a different way um, and also ensuring that like you're not work overworking yourself yeah but another beautiful thing about this job is you can take a month off and go drive Uber or mm-hmm. if you have money saved up you know just take a month off or, mm-hmm. or you can have they a second offer job that to us. yeah they, they offer it to you well they're because they're kind of going if you don't want to be paid for a month, do you want a month off? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, here you go. Yeah. Okay, sure. And X amount of people can do it, so it's... It's, it's a nice option. I mean, like, for Ellie and I, we're, like, our sole, like, providers. Like, mm-hmm. this is all we have. Yeah. You know, so but it's for harder for people, us to take a month other off. other people, it's probably a little easier. Yeah, you know, someone that has, like, you know, mom and dad maybe helping them, or they're married, and someone, yeah. you know, Double different incomes. incomes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you made me sound like, okay, so I shut down. <laughs> I, I like completely shut down. I don't I'm sorry. Working yeah. out for me is hard and I don't have anything besides this right now. And I I mean, you know this, I struggle with depression and anxiety. So I I've always struggled with yeah. that. And then now with this job it's you we've had like a conversation right. separately. And it's, I, it's tough, like it's hard. Yeah. I, I get so drained. Because totally. I when I'm at work I get in work mode. Yeah. And I'm there. And yeah. I'm present and I'm high energy and it's great and I let people do what they need to do and I just you know and then I once I'm alone I I shut down like uh, Mm. like we were talking about earlier I go MIA for a couple days if I have a couple days off I'll shut down you reset and I that's like the way you reset and I need like like, no phones I mean people can't get a hold of me like sorry (laughs) sorry um (laughs) 
but it's just what I need to do, and yeah. it's nothing like against anyone else. Yeah, it's not anyone else's fault. Like, I just, I just need to a reset. break yeah. from everyone. Um, yeah, and it's and then I'm fine, and yeah. then I will kind of get to a moment where I'm like. All right, I gotta go, and I'm also extremely extra. I'm ready to come back to society. And when I, I mean, you guys have both seen me out. When I'm out, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I like to drink and I like to have fun, and Absolutely. you're gonna see me dancing on a table and mm-hmm. taking my top off, but I also <laughs> completely it's true. Alone. Like, there is just no in between. It is like I need to be yeah. alone, alone, or people well at least you know that you need like those couple days to just like shut off Never. like even from your phone it's i just think balance yeah i think that's important though even like shutting off from your phone is like a big one too because that's Absolutely. like i would say having a cell phone is the equivalent to flying with like 1200 people a day because like you're <laughs> like you're sucking in everyone's social media uh-huh. posts yeah. like they're posting about their dog passing their you know this that whatever situation it's like it's draining but we I don't think we realize it yeah whenever you're just scrolling that's through, a really good point yeah it's it, draining. It draining you're taking on everyone else's like energy totally I yeah. actually you I know. get in trouble a little bit when I when I shut off um, <laughs> because I a big stress relief for me I love animals and I love like dog videos for instance uh-huh. so people can see that I'm active on Instagram oh. and they're like you're active bitch like why can't you answer my text and I'm like I'm I literally looking at dogs dog. like, I need yeah. something yeah. just mindless alarm. and I need something that makes me happy I'm like that that's what makes me I happy I get that yeah. and mine, I miss my like dog tasty videos. and we can't have animals so it's like right. I'm like I need something that makes me happy totally so as long as like I feel like if the people around you like knew that like you're like I'm just taking a break for a couple mm-hmm. days they would they um, and actually the people who are closer to me you know this and there's like a good handful of people who know me really well yeah. and I mean when I come back from trips people know just to leave you alone they kind of like test the waters they're like how are you like you can come to me essentially right. mm-hmm. um but then there's also times where you guys know well enough where if it's been too long it's time We're to check forcing in. You like, yeah. hey, this might, because uh, it's really easy for me to get into like my little, yeah, my and, dark no, little hole, and, like, yeah. and it's hard to get out of. It is, and, I, and that's something I mean, I really try to work on. Yeah. I love this job so much, but I know it definitely like, yeah, it takes a toll on you. It definitely it pushes me into it, and it's which we do have a solid group of flight attendant mm-hmm. friends, and yeah. we all get each other. We may not see each other for like a month, but then we'll see each other for a week straight. We're like, you know, just yeah. like. It's just However, so spontaneous and random. Totally. And we pick up where we leave off. Like, it's yeah. not like, a, like, oh, Ellie, I haven't seen you for, yeah. like, a month. Well, no, it's it. just like we pick up where we left off, just like we did with you tonight. Totally. It's important to have, like, a really good support system. It is. Right? Especially with it sounds like you all And people who know. Because when you get just, I mean, job. something happened at work, you know, you deal with that asshole. Or, mm-hmm. like, you're dealing with a terrible crew. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I'm defeated right now. Yeah. And just yeah. being able to tell someone who who understands. And I know, like, I know my family tries and non-aviation people really right. try to understand. They call them civilians. What we're saying. <laughs> but it's it's hard. It's tough. We have our lingo. Mm-hmm. And it's. Like and any, it's weird like when we industry, say it when we say you know? it out loud, it I feel like I'm being dramatic. But yeah. if I say it to another flight attendant, it's like, fuck, I'm so sorry. That's shitty. And I'm like, yeah. we yeah. get it. You get yeah. it. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Absolutely. Alright, let's get to the next segment. Guilty pleasure drink. So what is your I guilty 
That's a high. I was going to say, I'm, kind of I'm like looking at Ellie. Like, Were you not like, ready? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I need a refill. How long do we have? Well, we love drinking martinis together. Yeah. You that guys was, do. That's something we always love to do. Okay, so like I think we need to back up for a little bit and like hold up, hold up, say hold up. like how I met how these I two met. humans. Oh, here we go. And it is, <laughs> it's kind of cute because I, I, it's so I don't usually, <laughs> I don't usually make friends with my regulars at my bar, but these two motherfuckers would come in all the time and ask for like dirty gray goose martinis, and I'd be like, oh well, I don't have gray goose, but I kettle wumble, yeah, do. like. <laughs> Every single time, they never remembered that I didn't have Grey Goose. No, until. if we did, I think we literally are just such assholes that we're like, maybe they'll get the hit. Well, like the real, maybe they'll finally like, order the real it for kicker, us. Like, what really got me was whenever, like, the fourth time we met her, and she was just like, so just so you guys know, this is a gin bar. And we're like, <laughs> and we're like oh, no, I did are? not say yes, it like that. You did, you did. Really? You said, this is a gin bar. And I literally, like, like, I was oh, just like, well, it's so that's why we don't like we're not you know stopped on goose or what whatever. A, that was like and a we were like, read. oh, um, so I didn't say it that ass. No, no, you didn't at all. No, you no, said no, it she, really was, nice. she was nice. Oh, no, she was you nice were totally nice. okay. No, we kept asking reviews because we we're like one day it will be here. I think we we're like pusher, like we were like testers, like yeah. like maybe like keep making a big deal just like show up if i were to have been yeah, in charge with are. the ordering i would have ordered. and it was like every time goose. it was like oh well I, we well, have kettle and yeah, we're like oh, that'll do, that'll do. <laughs> like we're such dicks like, we're the assholes oh my god and now we're just like bar. we're belvedere now so uh, like, god. oh jeez. <laughs> yeah so that's how i met and their guilty pleasure to drink is well martinis yes. apparently there we go and tonight like we that. are drinking gin martinis I, and they are yeah. delicious gin i made martinis. them gin martinis straight <laughs> up <laughs> straight up darling awesome oh boy i do like i like my scotch too yeah i like my scotch well that's not bourbon. really like a guilty pleasure really <sighs> like it's just what i yeah, that's just what you imbibe in. You know, I can't do anything sugary. It's going to I be either, either a glass no of wine, it's going to be the liquor mm-hmm. on the rocks, or a martini. That's sure. all I can do. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. my... I can't do these little apple teenies. Apple teenies. You know, I like it to hurt, Little you know? penis colada. I like it to hurt. I like it to hurt. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm drinking for a fit. You like the way it, like, burns all the way down. <laughs> you you know? kind of have to... It makes me feel like an adult. You, you know? have to be in a bitter mood to drink a martini, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> As I, like, grab my cigarette, what like, do you mean bitter? I, you know? You're like, I'm getting drunk right now. <laughs> well, I think it's also financially responsible, too. Absolutely. I'm like, this shit's got a kick. I'm like, it gets sure. you, I don't need it gets a little... more turn for, I don't need like, a, little, a better dollar. You know, vodka crayon. I'm like, mm-mm. mm-mm no, just hold that up. water, dog. Just, just give me the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love it, though. I mean, okay, at least, you know, we would like more better product it's not like we're doing well vodka absolutely yeah. Yeah. i'm I not mean, asking I, for a sky i think i'm martini. to the point where i'm like <laughs> i i like what i like when i'm drinking it so absolutely. it's not it's not well yeah <laughs> fair enough all right i feel like we should talk about this let's talk about sexual harassment within that side of the industry Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually kind of strange because I think with everything that's progressing currently, like in the climate that we're kind of in as a society in mm-hmm. America, 
it's kind of strange that I think the airline industry is one of the very last ones to kind of go into that. I think yeah. this is something that it's always been very, mm-hmm. I mean, sexual harassment based. Absolutely. And it's, I, I feel like it's not changing as quickly as everything else. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a hush-hush kind of thing. Yeah. It's like still. really, it's still, yeah. I mean, it's sad. Mm. And we both have experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people have like that old Pan Am, like the beautiful flight attendants walking through with the captains going through the terminal hall. Like you see in the movies. Like, like ooh, ah, like, yeah. like what you see in the movie with um, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, catching oh, the catch can. Yeah, <laughs> just, like that iconic yeah. scene. Uh-huh. That's what a lot of people like have in their mind. And whenever they're on the airplane, I'd like to say passengers and crew members alike they check their brain with their luggage. Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as they come on board, they think that rules don't apply. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like it becomes like a lawless land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is a huge opportunity for sexual harassment. And there probably is. Absolutely. And they take that opportunity. And Absolutely. I, I kn- okay, I know I've said this earlier. My work mode, and when I'm in that, I... You know, I'm at work. This is my... This is what I do for a living, and I... It's our office. Like, uh, passengers yeah. will, like, touch us or rob us or, like, um, I've been cornered in galleys mm-hmm. and, like, men have just been, like, on top, like, just... Totally aggressive And it's, you. um, and normally, like, if crew sees this, normally crew steps in, but also crew is very inappropriate and that includes flight attendants and pilots. They it can, goes both ways. It does. And yeah. if anything, yeah. crew can push the boundary lines further because mm-hmm. they know what they can get away with. Because it just, um, they're like, well, this is the industry. Yeah. And like I said, it's not as progressive at the moment. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's like, what are you gonna do? And with a passenger, <laughs> you, <gonna> <laughs> you can be like, hey, like, yo, I'm gonna call the cops on you as soon as we land, and they'll like shut it down. Yeah. But uh-huh. with crew, they can call you out on your bluff. Mm-hmm. And especially with pilots, we're mm-hmm. taught the chain of command in Absolutely. training. So uh-huh. you know, it's captain, first officer, uh, our purser, which is like our lead flight attendant, lead flight attendant. and then it's you know everyone underneath. So it's when you're kind of getting that. From your captain or your pilot, like they're the ones who make it's the calls. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. Like you, and yes, yeah, especially and when someone who speaks out. Yeah, and like there's sometimes where I'm like, what? Like why, why do you have to do this to me right now? You don't want to have corporate retaliation. Right. You know? I'm like, I yeah. don't who, who are they going to believe? Are they going to believe like, the flight attendant or the captain? The captain who's been flying for yeah. 25 years. I mean, the that, flight like, attendant that like knows the CEO and like has dinners with them on the weekends in the Hamptons. You know, and there's such a blurred line with what's appropriate or not. Because we and I think also our industry also likes. That we're not so. I think they also people enjoy that we do kind of still get to push boundaries, but I think I mean, it, do you get it, what I'm it, saying? You know, it's a fun work we environment, like it because and we, 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 we yes. do. We all we like, like to, to push be playful, boundaries, yeah. and we like to drink, and we like to go out, and like you know, Absolutely. lines are blurred and stuff. But it's, but also, whenever you you have to just be mindful. Mm-hmm. Like the people need to be mindful, like when it's too far. Yeah. You know, it's Which it's, totally it's simple. I mean, like you can like say like a like a dirty joke to one person and mm-hmm. the, that person might not get offended right. but I mean and like I, this is mind. like the perfect example yes. I use all the time because exactly. I have like a dirty mind and dirty mouth and mm-hmm. most people can tell me a dirty joke and mm-hmm. I'll be like okay. that's hilarious right. but mm-hmm. that same person can't go to like the person next to me and say that dirty joke and have them not get offended and that's me. or expect I, them not to get offended I, I, same thing you just have to be Super mind dirty mind I mean I when I'm like not at work you God, I'm oh god, yeah. It's like the, the things that but we evolved. Sometimes uh-huh. I, I hear Witness. crew members say jokes to me, and I'm like, "Thank God you're saying this to me." 
Uh-huh. But Miss Susie up front, like... Miss Susie. Please don't tell Linda up front yeah, that this is... Please don't tell Susie. Don't tell her no. this joke. She's <laughs> not going to think this is Don't funny. tell Eric up there. I'm just kind of like... I'm like, I, maybe you're just reading me really well, yeah. but I'm like, you can't say some of these things. It's fine, because it's me. Uh-huh. Not but everyone thank is God so... it wasn't going to, like... Someone oh. over here that's going to like write you up and report mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> Circling back to pilots and like the whole chain of command. So, um, like, I feel like people might be able to kind of imagine in their heads that like pilots could definitely be the ones doing the sexual harassing on flight attendants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which, I mean, you said it definitely goes both ways for mm-hmm. sure. It but, does. Um, because there is that chain of commands, it definitely is a little bit trickier when it comes to the pilots doing the harassing well, rather will, than like the f- script flips. I will say to the extent that airline major airlines separate the pilots and the flight attendants hotels on layovers now. Oh, we do really? not stay in the same hotel. I mean, hotel. it's rare. Yeah, it's wow. very rare. Like if it's I didn't a, know if that. If it's an extremely small town, it, is, like it hasn't always been like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We used to always stay. In my previous airline, um, it was Express. So we always, we actually stayed with our entire crew for the duration of the entire mm-hmm. trip. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's very different for us. With the major carrier, we rarely stay with our mm-hmm. uh, flight deck crew. Sure. Which I honestly, I do miss it a little bit because I know some mm-hmm. are creepy and some push it too it's far. It's maybe the 10% that are creepy. And, okay. and and probably the same with flight attendants. There's 10% mm-hmm. that are creepy, but the other nine, like 90% are amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's just yeah. those, you know, those few that taint it. Like that taint it. And yeah. I think that the majority of men, even outside the industry, I feel like now everyone's starting to take a little bit of a step back and like at least attempting to think I would that things hope. are appropriate. I think <laughs> right. so, but I, I honestly, I can't imagine 10 years ago being a flight attendant and... Fuck. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I still, not that I feel, and I hate saying that I feel uncomfortable saying something because, man, outside of work, I don't give a fuck who you are Absolutely. or who you think you are. I will say something if I'm uncomfortable. But trapped uh-huh. in work, a metal tube. Yeah. And, it's, and half the time, like, I've had instances where I have pilots touching me in front of 300 passengers, but passengers can't see. So I have to stand there and act like, like, I can't just, I just can't freak out. People would panic on an airplane. If they saw me upset in front of everyone. Yeah. And first of all, the pilot's out of the cockpit because he's, you know, using the restroom or getting fed and stuff. So it would, like, it would, it would panic. I mean, people get panicked for small Next to nothing. For the Wi-Fi going out. So, you know? yeah, <laughs> if I was to react to something like that, I also am like, I mean, it sounds lame, but I'm thinking of the passengers, like, my God. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's like a whole other layer And it's like they know, it's like they almost know. Like, uh-huh. okay, I have to, I can touch from here down because I know no one can see. And I'm wow. like, Ugh. And when I'm at work, I, I do react because I'm not, I don't like being touched in general. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a touchy person. Touchy feely. So when I'm at work and people touch me, I like Especially almost jump like because I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm at work. Why are you touching me? Yeah. This is, but it's strange. Yeah. Yes. They almost know. They do. And I, so when we relieve the pilots up from like bathroom breaks or feeding them, um, the rule is with the FAA that two people have to be in the cockpit at all times. Sure. So when a pilot comes out, a flight attendant has to go in. Oh. I don't like going up there. 
because I'm trapped up there for however long it takes for the other pilot to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, we're up there. They get to say whatever. Like, no one's watching. It's just us two. And I don't like that because I've had people touch. Yeah. I've had people say inappropriate conversations. And I'm just like... And, and keep in mind, this. there is a recorder up there, so conversations mm-hmm. are being recorded, but like, sure. but they're you only, can't see. And the only time that they yeah. go over those tapes is if, say, something incident, happened, there's yeah. an incident, yeah. and then they have, like, they have to. You know, so it's not like people are constantly listening to it. Exactly. So it's, mm, I don't know. I just, I don't like going up there at all. And when you know, flight attendants give me the option, I'm like, I'd rather stay up here. And also, like, from the male perspective, while I haven't encountered too many gay um, flight crew, like in the flight deck, uh, the ones that I have, they're very reserved because it seems like they have to kind of like keep with the stigma of being like a manly man. I'm a pilot, like you know, I can't. They can't be themselves 100. percent I've never had an issue with anyone like that, but with the, I guess the hetero, like the heterosexual male pilot, like flight attendants, uh-huh. and flight attendants and pilots, sometimes they'll throw some comments there like buttercup. Or, you know, it'll be like, hey, can you do this for me, princess, and stuff like that. condescending. Yeah, just, like, little jabs there just to see if they can get a reaction. Mm. And I think it, like, while it's not, like, sexual harassment is, like, still a form of harassment. It's still harassment. It's still a form of harassment. Like I said, like, it's very important to keep in mind that only 10% of flight attendants and pilots are bad. It's like 20% bad and then 80% corny as shit like oh, I yeah. corny. like they're sweet as could be they would corny. never they're do so anything corny. they're, they're like married and happy on layovers they're wearing cargo shorts and crocs yeah and like, they're just like telling us about and I'm their like, you kind of looked rod. attractive in your uniform and then they slip on the crocs and i'm like well there goes my lady boner <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i would kind of prefer that though right. you know <laughs> the nicer awesome. oh absolutely <laughs> I've flown with great pilots. I don't want to... Absolutely. I'm not trying not to, like, bad, totally deface all of them. Oh, you and know? the, um... Wait, what do you, what do you call the, uh, Oh, the wedding... So, I call it the wedding band tan. <laughs> so, whenever you're in the cockpit, like, your uh-huh. hands, obviously, you know, are on the controls, and you're uh-huh. getting tans from the windshield. So, whenever they take the ring off, you can see the tan from where their ring was. Mm-hmm. And I've encountered a lot of curious pilots mm-hmm. and I'm just like I look at their finger I'm just like are you sure you're not married mm-hmm. and they're like no 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 I was just like okay because you have a weird tan on your finger uh, I've had pilots who get on board with rings and because we all like I it's something that and I'm a firm believer of I'm if you're married or in you're in a serious relationship it, committed you you need to be the one who you know sets the boundaries with other people uh-huh. other women or other men and like because I'm, you know, I'm single. I'm not the one. I don't need to. It's not <laughs> my responsibility to, to ask you, in my opinion. Like, if you're with someone and you're committed, you should be the one who's like, yeah. I can't you don't do have, this. You're not supposed Sorry. to do the detective work. If you it's, hit on someone, they can be like, yo, Yeah, like, especially know, if they have their, like, ring off their and finger. And my like, yeah. just because I'm a woman. That's, like, very deceptive. Totally. Every dude, if they're married. Because yeah. I'm, like, half the time you lie anyway. So it's your responsibility to tell me. Mm-hmm. And they'll come on with, and I always try to, I do try to look though. And they'll come mm-hmm. on with them. And then it's funny when I head up to the cockpit for yeah, a break, it's, it's all of a sudden it's gone. And I'm like, goes. you don't, we're like, wow. They take them off. It really is. That's happening. They'll like <laughs> get on the plane with, okay. Yeah. So and then they'll meet us. I was like trying to figure out where this was going. I was like, yeah. what, are you, what are you saying? Yep. Like, the rings Wedding band tan. Yep. They'll take, take it, it right off, off on the plane. So like I see so. it. 
and then I don't see it. Wow. And I'm like, the, in, the So how we so were talking about how we stay at different hotels, the one exception is it's smaller places, like... Um, like a small city. Like a small city, like Jackson Home, like Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, like, yeah. We'll all stay together. You know, it's a very small... And yeah. I went into, like... I went out with the pilot and all of my other flight crew. We were the last ones surviving after he bought us all drinks. So like I saw, I, I saw pay. pictures they, of his do dog. Pay. I saw pictures of his wife. So the time came to all go back to our rooms, and he stuck his foot in my door, and I was just like, "What do you want?" He was just like, "Well, you know." I said, "No, I don't know because you show me pictures of your wife. You show me pictures of your dog, your kids, yeah. all that stuff." I said, "Get the fuck out of my room." You know? Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you're old and crusty. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, oh, so, so let's throw that one in there. Robbie, that's my type. <laughs> so it's like, you need to go to 201 to Ellie's room. <laughs> oh, man. Down the hall, thank you. Down the oh, hall. Geez. Yeah. So she likes great goose. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> let's get into the last segment. Uh, it's High Thoughts. I know you guys can't smoke weed because you're flight attendants, but just like whatever silly thoughts you've had lately. So in a past life, in a past I, life, <laughs> I used to dabble. You know. I uh, I actually was a bad girl. The other yeah. Day. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I was, I know. I was a bad girl the other day. Um, no. I was like, so I can actually. I'm gonna speak to I'm this. gonna panic for the next two weeks <laughs> until I'm in the clear. But uh, <laughs> what? I mean, I was. I mean, okay, let's put it this way. I could get it medicinally, and it's really irritating that, you know, our mm-hmm. company does not respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I had... I mean, even if it were legal mm-hmm. federally, they probably still wouldn't because you are yeah. kind of in the air. Like, you have right. to, well, you know... Well, they, they told should us. treat it like alcohol. There well, should be a test where it's yeah. just like, they can tell that I smoked, like, maybe a few days ago, but I'm not presently high. Right. Or so, even, like, I mean... Even if you like, just, I think like, uh, I, if you, like, ate an edible and mm-hmm. went to work, like, that would be one thing. But if right. you smoked weed this morning the night before. Working, like, yeah. I, I mean, I was so nauseous. Um, like, oh. I, I have a lot of issues in general, yeah. and I was like, I can't stand anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was at my friend's house, and I was like, all right, I... This is, this Let's is go. It. Let's and go. he was like so worried. I'm like, no, it's okay. I really don't even care. Like I'm in pain. I'm like, no, I don't care. And it was great. It was lovely. I miss it so much. You um, know, like, I miss it so, so much. High thoughts. So <laughs> high thoughts. This is oh go ahead. I don't My high thought is, and I've never like wrapped my brain around this, it's so crazy. So whenever you're on the freeway, sitting in traffic, okay, you're Uh just like, who was the one asshole this morning that fucking drove like Mr. Magoo and slowed down traffic? You know what I'm saying? It was that one person. It's like, there wouldn't be traffic if everyone drove the same speed, right? Uh Or am I just being crazy? Like, I mean, if everyone drove the same speed, there has to be like one asshole that started the chain of everyone driving slow. Sure. And that's always been my high thought. I'm just like, like, why the How does this happen? Like, how does this, like, like, who's that person? And can we identify them and like, (laughs) like put them in a corrective driving course? Like drive the speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get to the airport. (laughs) That's funny. Man, high thought. Um, Okay, well, this came to mind. Um, Sure. It wasn't necessarily a thought, but I just... Man, you guys got to do this. It's fabulous. I had such a good time. I don't know if I'm nuts or whatever, but we had Planet Earthon. 
Mm-hmm. And we were bumping, I mean, in between, like, EDM and rap music. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, watching the goddamn penguins. <laughs> and the fish in the sea. It was the most satisfying thing. It worked. It was, like, on beat. I was like, this is genius. We didn't have the sound on. We just had music playing in the background. Yeah. And I was like, this is everything. I was like, we should capitalize on this. And that, okay, that was my that's so funny. I was like, this is a thing. Let's bring like, that. Yes. Come on, let's make it a thing, guys. Okay. Let's get into these DMs. We're going to we're gonna ask you all some questions. I'm afraid. Ooh, this is a good one. Are all flight attendants CPR certified? Yes, yes. we have to be. Yeah. We have yeah. to be trained every year. Absolutely. Um, I'm actually, we're uh, going to do it. You do it this month and I do it next month. I already went. So we have um, okay. what they call requalification every year. Sure. Where you go back and you have to... Our fleet for our airline has nine different airplanes, so we have to effectively evacuate it, open the doors, the slides go down, we have to like save a baby that's choking, we have to like, you know, just all sorts of scenarios. Like the it's, craziest scenarios. Yeah, that you it's very intense and it probably won't happen. And I've said that, like <laughs> I say that, but then I've had so many Back instances where it's just like I've had heart attacks on board, I had someone. <laughs> approached me in the back galley and they just I was just like are you okay and then look like the exorcist and they just mm-hmm. vomited all over me oh, you know well, it just yeah man medical queens like for Absolutely. sure they oh I'm rocked by them too you want to have us at the party I will take care of you yeah that's what I was yeah. saying and it's so funny because it's that like what's it called the fight or flight moment yeah, it's just yeah. Like, it, like, I mean there is something that it just that, goes in like you like, need I mean start. like we were trained on it and stuff mm-hmm. and then it happens and I don't think twice Absolutely. Anytime I've had something happen. Just go. So, yeah. Cool. (laughs) Thank God for it. So, that's not the other way around. This is a good segue (laughs) question. What's the craziest or worst thing that's happened to you in the air? Oh, go ahead. I have one if you're... Oh, you can go ahead. Um, Okay. So, this one was not... It did not directly happen to me, but it happened to one of my really good friends... (laughs) <laughs> so you're telling someone else's story? <laughs> but it's so crazy that I have to. Okay, fine. So he was working this particular flight, and it's a red eye, so like all the lights are off, everyone's sleeping. Mm-hmm. So this person approaches my friend in the front galley and says, hey, this lady's nursing, and you need to go like see what's going on. So his immediate reaction was just like, you can't like keep someone, you know, like... Wait, like, you told me the story. Yeah. So, so, he, so he immediately, his first reaction was just like, she can nurse, she has the right, blah, blah, blah. I'll give her a blanket. And, and the guy looked at him petrified and said, hey, no, like this is different. You need to go back there. So my friend was curious and he went back there and he approached the lady. That's so bad. And what he described to me, he saw a cat suckling <laughs> off of a woman's breast and the motion. I want to ask you so bad who this was. The, you tell me later. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Oh, uh, uh, you told me this story before. And he described it to me as a cat, just like being a little infant, just sucking oh. off this lady. And what is wrong with people? Yeah. Mm. So. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's not my it's not my story. It didn't happen to me, but that's probably the craziest mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard. And <laughs> I am glad I were not. It was not in that situation. We had a, <laughs> what about the cat thing. We had um, a friend of ours, a cat, a cat, a service cat, 
um, got actually stuck inside the fuselage. Like, somehow, like, ran into the lab, <laughs> got into a crevice, and was, like, inside of the plane. Oh, my And gosh. when they had landed, and the cat was still in there, and they actually wanted, they were like, well, this plane has to go to San Francisco. And they were arguing, like, um, no, 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 there is an an, a live cat. animal, a pet, in the fuselage but it was i mean the crew had to leave but they were like calling supervisors like that plane cannot take off oh my god did they get the cat um I don't, we don't know it's, <laughs> it's like when i'm sure we did because they were I'm like i'm sure i'm sure because she was like oh we made a big deal yeah. so if i mean we called wow. and i'm sure like the, the owner the, the pet's oh, owner i'm sure the owner was freaking yeah out. if i was a flight attendant who had to leave i would be like make a big ass deal like, yeah. Make a scene because this is not okay. Oh my god. Um, I mean, well, sorry, I don't have a cat suckling at a teat, but uh, <laughs> the one that I, the one that I think would freak people the most out, which is, I had someone, I came back to the galley during service to get something that, like, you know, another coffee, and there was a woman who was at our back. Um, galley door who was trying to open up the main cabin door. Oh my gosh. Like literally had While it. While you were in the air? We were in the air which it can't open because it, it's yeah, pressurized. It's impossible. It's um, impossible. It is impossible yeah. but still I was, I mean That's she still had alarming. It, she had it up like halfway. Like, what? I, I was shocked how far the lever got and I I mean things were lit up, emergency lights were lit up and oh I gosh. was like I came back and I was screaming like what are you doing? Like uh, She's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, banging on the lab. You're about like, to go to your internal bathroom. is the lab. And <laughs> on our door, there's a window to the outside. You can see it's the outside. And I'm like, you. she just wouldn't listen. She wouldn't stop. And I finally was like, like, yell, stop. Stop what you're doing. Hands down. And she finally was like, and I go, just breathe. Look what you're doing. This is the lab. Like, <laughs> You're pulling the door open. Like, look outside. Let's look at the window. And then she, then I think, got really embarrassed and then got an attitude and started yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm not the one trying to open up a door at 30,000 feet in the air. Like, it's yeah. not going to open, but stop. Like, you, I was yelling at her for, like, a long time. It's, and like, I was alarming. Like, I was like, I can't put my hands on this woman. But, my God, stop pulling on the lever. My God. Yeah. I will, and then two seconds later, though. and I literally was going to read because she went in the lab. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And I'm, like, reaching for the phone to call the captain. They call back, and I go, hey, so... And they're like, oh, what's going on back there? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't think it... I, she was not a threat. Like, it was... She was not purposely was trying to... Elder, I think she was confused. Like, no, she wasn't. She was maybe, like, mid-30s. Uh, Xanax? No. I was, no, gonna, I was gonna say. No, she was. And, no, no. We, and we've dealt with people drinking that. Oh, yeah. I cannot stand when people order a drink for me. I hand them the alcohol and they go, just took a Xanax. And I go, don't tell me that. Do not tell me you yeah. took a Xanax. And then I just gave you drinks. I'm like, do you guys have to do Bassett certification? No. no. That's like the mm-hmm. liquor. Um, ours is called like ABC. Okay. And it's like a mild, like you have to do yeah. like right, a, yeah. It's just a mild form on like they call it the traffic light. Like like okay. oh green light <laughs> like green light you're okay and then like yellow like oh maybe he's a little too loud. Oh and, it's real know, basic. Yeah okay. it's very basic. It is. I think it probably should be a little more strict. But you know all I do is just like whenever they get tested with me I'm just like sir ma'am nine eleven. Stop mm-hmm. acting on. I always, they shut up. <laughs> I always drop the security thing. I yeah. always go, this is an FA security. Yeah. As soon like as they hear security, regulation. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like it's a federal it. thing. It's they crazy stop. how fast people sober up whenever you mention like wow. federal things. Okay, okay. Uh, this next question is... <laughs> what is it? I don't 
Is the Bermuda Triangle real? <laughs> you know, I haven't I disappeared haven't, yet. Yeah, I was like, I think yeah. I'm doing great. I would love a nice fun. vacation, though, so I'll let me know where it goes. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've heard some crazy stuff. That's funny, stuff. though. I like Well, you know, okay, oh, I will say... I've watched many documentaries on that. It's uh, sort of like the one, one of my favorite things to do with pilots, whenever it's like late at night, and we'd go shoot the shit up there and just talk. A lot of them, like... When you're in the air? Yeah, okay. whenever we're in the air and I go up to the cockpit, like, when they're bored as hell, and they're just like... I was like, so have you seen UFOs or, like, anything, like, abnormal like that? And there's... The vast majority of them have been like, I've seen some weird stuff up there. Yeah. Like, unexplainable things. And a lot of it is over Area 51, ironically. Oh, wow. And there is something... Like, these areas that are, you know, just, like talked up as like, uh-huh. you know like oh there's sightings here alien blah 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 uh-huh. there are some weird things that go on and that's at thirty five thousand feet in the air i can't wait to ask that question mm-hmm. that's a really good one can and i also point out it is stunning in the cockpit i know looking out a regular window is pretty but being up there and just like you get a like you a, get a almost like a panorama you get a I mean, it's stunning area. and actually the most uh, it's extra special when there's actually i know no one wants to fly over these but over storms with the lightning it was beautiful it's stunning so like the the, wind, I, I the windshields <laughs> um on the airplanes Does they're turbulence like bother you turbulence oh. so what it's, it's, oh. no. it's calming so I, it puts me to sleep the main, like sleep. the major thing to know about turbulence it cannot bring a plane yeah, down it can't there's no way it would like be, even the worst it would have to be ever. you would have to fly through a hurricane and they wouldn't even let you they, fly yeah there's ATC to bring it down strict because yeah. I've I've had there was this one flight I was on years ago and it was storming I was mm-hmm. in Denver flying to I can't remember where I was flying to. I think I was flying to Chicago, honestly. Or I might have been going to California. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Cause I, I mean, was, mountains. I was, have, it's always me. I was in between. Good. I was in between. Denver has some of the worst turbulence in the States. Okay, good flying to know. Yeah, I was. Because all the mountains. Every was, single time. We're always, I mean, it's like. They Standard go, well, procedure. Sit down early because we're yeah. going to Denver. And yeah, like, right, I was. Good. I was leaving <laughs> Denver and we get to sit down early. Absolutely. So we're like, sure, wrap it up early. Yeah. I thought, like, I thought my flight was gonna get canceled because it was, like, the worst storm in Denver I had ever seen in my like four and a half years living there. And I mean, I think I was living there at that point, like, yeah, like three years, and it felt like the plane dropped like twenty feet. That, it probably happened. It probably did, But it's, yeah. there's so much, I mean, it's it, it can drop they, down all the way to a thousand a of, feet. They have a lot really, of space to work yeah, with. Really, <laughs> and, and, and if you look at the wings, if you're over sitting, like sitting over to overwing exits, the wings flex. Yeah, they're the made to The plane's designed move. to be very bendable. There was, I actually was in some of the worst turbulence I've ever been in. Me and the flight attendant were in the back of a 37, and you get rocked back there, like regardless. Yeah, that's yeah. one of our... You feel it the most back there. That's yeah. like an old 1990s and there was, Honda Civic. It's like our crap. And we, yeah. we were told, I mean, the pilots will tell us, like, hey, when we're up in the air, stay seated until we call you. So we knew that there was some expected, but they call uh-huh. us, and they're like, you can get up. And we're like, alright, sounds good, which means you're in the clear. It's mm-hmm. fine. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, God, I'm dying. I have to go to the bathroom. So I went into the bathroom, and all of a sudden, like, one drop happened. And I was like, oh, no. I can feel And you can feel it. I think you can we, feel it we, we fly so Well, that yeah. just helped me pee a little we, bit more. We fly so much <laughs> that, like, yeah, I, I, can I can anticipate it. I can, like, feel 
feel like the energy. Like I'm it's like, about, it's about. So it's about one drop happened, and I'm like, oh, damn it. Of course I'm in the bathroom. Like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, either this is going to be a two-minute turbulence, or it's going to be longer than that. And I was like, oh, is it safe for me to just hang tight? in the lab or get back to my seat and in the seatbelt and there was kind of this like judgment call there was kind of this like 15 seconds where it was kind of calm and I go this is it so I went back to my seat I'm so glad I did I have never been in worse turbulence I mean I was buckled in strapped in I was being slammed we were being slammed into the like the doors was it raining or was it just like it was it's it's wind shear is what causes that and it's sometimes okay. it's not always detectable, and all we know is the planes ahead of us will be like, "Hey, turbulence is coming." That's all we know. It's not detected. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, it wasn't on our radar." Just letting you know, turbulence is about it, and that, yeah. that's when they. It's like, like the Waze app, like, "Hey, there's a cop ahead." And right, we, so, yeah. it was it's bad. Like it went, sure, and it sure, got sure. to the point where, and me and the other guy, we were silent, and we were just kind of, you know, rocking with it. And I mean, we were being like flipped around. I was like, "Wow, I'm so glad I went there." Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, we like turn, and it lasted. It was the long, it lasted like 25 straight minutes. I mean, of just rocking. Like, and like in North America during the winter, it's very common mm-hmm. because the jet stream is Especially seasons changing, going from oh, yeah. different seasons, like everything. Sure. And the tornadic activity, like whenever and you have we, like hot to cold weather and a flash, it like causes a lot of turbulence okay. and disruption. And we like looked at each other. And we just, we didn't speak. We didn't tell each other what we were thinking. We started dying laughing. Because it was that moment where we were like, there is literally nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do besides sit here and just like hang on. And we just both thought the same thing. We were dying laughing like hysterically, like lunatics. Mm -hmm. And after everything was fine and like the turbulence stopped and we went and checked on passengers and stuff. And um, I always check on my, I call the last row my VIP row because I feel the worst for them yeah they're in the background mm-hmm. and i was like hey how are you guys doing and they were like is that it like is that it? oh <laughs> like, yeah no that's it and they were like they get like the worst and, of it and right? i was like so i was like uh yeah. did you guys hear us and they go oh my and like they're they immediately <laughs> were just like oh my god you guys were like hyenas back there and i was like i'm like honestly it was just kind of like there was nothing we could like do besides hang on. And they were like, actually, it made us feel better. Oh, like, that you guys were laughing. Like, I mean, fuck it at this point. Right. Like, it's either... Because, I mean... It, yeah. It's something that happened. I mean, it is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. It's kind of just accept it. Like, that's I've kind of where you are. Really, it. It, it's a glorious way to die. Have you guys, like, thought... <laughs> yeah, like, have you thought about, like, what would happen... Like, what am I going to do if this plane... Like, because you're trained for that. It, but, yeah. like, what, what am I going to do when this plane goes One down? One time in San Francisco, I thought it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we, were, we were going down... Because people always are worried about turbulence in the air. And you should be more worried about takeoff and landing. Because that's when the most the things most can happen. Dangerous sure, parts yeah. And I mean, that were, just happened in Chicago, like, oh, mm-hmm. in November. The, the express flight, like, yeah. went off the runway with the... In O'Hare. Yeah, in yeah. O'Hare with the ice and stuff. Yeah. They, um, we were coming in for landing. It was the windiest. I mean, San Francisco is normally windy landing. Sure. And we came in. I mean, we were so close to the ground and we were staring at the ground at one point like oh my gosh like well that's the ground we are here here we go and it i mean it was strange because i I wasn't freaking out it was i was like you have a sense of calm like i was like well this is we're gonna have to evac i mean i think it would have been okay we would have had to evac for sure yeah Mm -hmm. um i think like survival would have been good 
because we were so close to the ground. It would have sucked. You want to have a, you want to land, but, have a crash on land. But we were. Water. I mean, it was just totally. Strange. And then yeah. we finally. I don't know how these pilots pulled it out, but like last second, literally, we kind of came back to, yeah. and we were all. And you're good to go. And the flight attendant and I looked at each other, like, and I was oh. like, "Hey, were you ready to eva?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yep." I mean, it was. I was ready. He was like, "I thought it was happening." Well, because in training, oh, they man. put you in such adverse situations mm-hmm. during training that they kind of just like whenever things like this happen, you just go into like total boss mode. Yeah. Like you're yeah. just going to do it. Made it made me feel good. I was like, "Wow, it's I wasn't good. nervous." It, I was like, "I would have been prepared." It keeps you, on, wow. your, it keeps you on your toes. I like mean, you need that every and now it was, and then. And yeah. of course, it's was after the longest day too. I mean, we were just. It was like <laughs> the longest now. day. We were landing and saying we were home. It uh, was at night, you so know what I mean? Was, so okay. it was like, I, it almost was kind of one of those things where I was like, of course, this is how my day is wow. ending. Like, I'm going to have to, <laughs> we're doing this. But next, it was fine, you know. Next question. Uh, what's your, like, number one pet peeve when it comes to, I guess, I, oh, that's all it says, but I, I'm assuming, I'm, like, I'm assuming it's with, like, travelers, okay. yeah. People that take their shoes and socks off on the airplane, that is so disgusting. <laughs> like, not only for your own personal health, like, you're walking on an airplane yeah. that's full of, like, all sorts of, like, fecal matter. And what? Lord knows you fecal what. matter? No, What like, if they bring slippers? That's okay, but fine. have it's something bare, on your no, foot. Bare okay. ass feet. But but Ew. Bare ass feet. I, I've seen people and like times. they'll they'll put their foot in between the person's seat in front of them on an armrest. Oh, their yeah. bare foot. No. So what I do, what I like to do is whenever they go to the back lavatory or the bathroom rather, I spray a little bit of water on the floor so whenever they walk out, <laughs> their bare feet <laughs> stop in the water. Shut up! I'm trying to prove a point. Like, that's disgusting. It's gross. It's gross. Yeah. I'm sorry. Planes are gross. Yeah. Planes are planes disgusting. Are gross, yeah. I, and I'm not even... I'm not a germaphobe. Right. But when I get on board, we have... They're disgusting. We have, like, kits where we have, like, wipes and stuff inside of it. Yeah. And when I'm... If I'm a galley person, the first thing I do is wipe I wipe everything, everything down. Even, like, the lab door handles and stuff. Yeah. I'm not, and again, I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah. But it's just... I'm tired of being but sick. That we get plane, sick all the time. Yeah, that sure. plane sees 2,000 people a and day. And it's... Probably um, more. And yeah. I, I am... I've gotten to the point where... Um, so I'm... Robbie, I'm a little sarcastic, right? I mean, it's yeah, yeah. violently sarcastic. I just want to say a little and when I'm, understatement. <laughs> when I'm at work, I I just can't help it. And especially nowadays, I'm like, I really don't care. I let it fly. But I do it with a smile, so people think it's, I don't know, Absolutely. charming. You it's can so deliver far it in it's a been certain charming. Way. Yeah. And when people, I mean, when they walk to the, I say things to them now, I'm just like, well, where did you like? Yeah, where was she? I'm like, like, did you walk on with some? And they kind of look at you like, like what'd you do? What? In the port did you really just say that? And they're yeah. like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, I don't know about that. I'm like, mm. yeah, it was like kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Is that your number one pet peeve too? Uh, it's a big one, but I What's um, yours? mine was more mm, a service one. That kind of, oh, it's the first thing I thought of. So when we're serving coffee. And it's funny because all around the country, <laughs> people have different slangs for coffee. Like sure. in New York. Allie say, probably knows this one all too well, too. When you say a regular coffee in New York City, that means like one sugar, right. one cream. Yeah. So when you say regular coffee, if you want, I'll take a black coffee. That means nothing in it. Nothing. Yeah. And or I, a white coffee. I, you know, white or, coffee, yeah. just creamer. Like it's okay. There's different nuances um, And I'm really, I'm very specific. When people ask me things, I always go, do you want ice? Do you need creamer? Do you need sugar? Do you need... Because mm-hmm. if you walk away without it, they go, yeah. um, excuse me, they you didn't ask. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? Should have told me. Um, people will... 
ask for black coffees. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you sure you don't need anything in it? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I go, okay, here's your black coffee. And they're like, um, excuse me, I need sugar. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I you really thought you were. That wasn't part of your coffee. order. Yeah. And I, oh man, I don't know what it is. It takes me off. Because I'm a coffee drinker. I love coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, coffee people know to tell them how, like, you ask like, for a black you're coffee. Not gonna go through, I'm not giving you a cappuccino. You're not going to go through McDonald's <laughs> and be like, oh, I want a black coffee. And then drive away and then go back there to drive I, through and be oh like, can I get God, some sugar? And then drive through again and be like, oh, can I get some cream? Another <laughs> big pet like, why would, like, Oh, I have tons. <laughs> One is I hate when people hand me um, used tissues that they've... <laughs> people do that at oh. bars, too. Or diapers. That's oh, disgusting. Ah, and we're not allowed to take them. We're not allowed to take them. And they get so offended whenever I don't oh, want to pick so up their offended. kid's poopy diaper. It's like sorry. I'm like I'm sorry. I handle. <laughs> so I'm handling food in the back alley. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't take fecal matter into our kitchen. That's why I always say. I always yeah. say That's nicer than I am. I'm just like this I'm not going to touch kitchen. poop. I'm sorry. Go put that I'm in like, the alley. No. Like yeah. put that in but the last toilet. But they do. get I think people get embarrassed and then they get. They think it's like we're attacking them. No. That's like a safety. It is. It's like a health hazard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm like, well, would you want me to handle like hand you a sandwich after this? Oh my oh, god. Um yes. Right. I hate the like and I and especially people hand us stuff with not like without gloves on. I go, so you want me to take your snotty ass tissue with bare hands? Yeah. Or like chewing like gum. Like stop tissue with chewing, chewing gum. gum. People yeah. literally will take gum out of their mouth. I mean people here. do that at bars too. Yeah. Like, like with me as a bartender. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Meanwhile, it's, it's weird. I am too embarrassed to hand flight attendants trash when I'm just Writing, like yeah. I'm just fast traveling and I'm just Same. sitting. I like hoard my trash, and Same. I know they look at me like I know you have a cup. I think everyone that's in the service industry, we all treat each other. <laughs> We're or so hopefully, we like yeah. treat each other with like mutual respect. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm the same. I don't give like flight attendants my trash. I'm just like, when they walk up, at the very end, mm-hmm. like because I I know like how the when they're collecting home, when they're collecting with the bag at the very end, the, right? Because they'll like sometimes come around mm-hmm. a few to, times. A few yeah. times, yeah. Sometimes even. Like, more than that. But, I like, have, I can tell when the flight's about to land, and I can tell when they're on their, like, last round of... I have another pet peeve. Sorry, I could go on for yeah. this. But go it has... It. It's trash-related. Um, so you'll hear over the intercom, the pilots will say sometimes, flight attendants, please be seated. Yeah. Like, get your ass in your seat now. That's yeah. Basically That's basically what you know it's, it's going to be serious. bad. By the way, while this is happening, it's already starting. Yeah. And, like, you're being tossed over. And so you'll be literally trying so hard to, like keep standing and walking through and I mean you keep your feet's like coming off the ground and people are literally taking their cups and shaking them in your faces like take my trash and I'm like I can't stand I'm not what yeah. I'm like I'm they're not like okay. handed you a cup this and is like, a it's safety like, they're hazard like, I'm like all over the airplane I'm like I need both hands just to stay like two on feet the ground, on the ground yeah. right now I'm like no I'm like um no <laughs> and then they get offended like oh they scoff. I'm like, um, <laughs> no. Can I say mine? <laughs> yes. Because yes. I have, like, a pet peeve, even though I'm just a passenger and not a flight attendant. Okay. Um, I can't stand it when people from the back of the plane, like, after we landed, after, like, the <laughs> door isn't even open, when we're not even, like, hooked up to, what is it called? The runway? The Jet Bridge. The Jet Bridge. We're not even hooked up, but people from the back of the plane... Go all the way up, oh, yeah. cut Just everyone. Like it's a system. Like it's mm-hmm. like people like get if they have overheads, they like 
get their overheads and you go row by row by row but people in the back of the plane go all the way up it's like what are you in a hurry for and then you'll see them still waiting for their checked luggage Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. It's know. like, what so are you in a hurry for? You're not in a hurry. Because yeah. we actually, on our, on our work, like our work phones that we have, we know everything about you as a passenger. We know if you're connecting. We know if your final destination is Chicago. We mm-hmm. know your email address. We know what your name is and your status and how many miles you float. We know this stuff. Yeah. So it's always the people who are not connecting that are like racing yeah, to the they're front. They're in a hurry. Because. Like, more than likely, I've already talked to people connecting. If we're, like, a little bit late, I've already talked to them because it's, it's stressful. Yeah. We do remember. I'm always uh, really sensitive about absolutely. connections. and But, no, it's never them. Totally. They're never the assholes pushing to their right, we'll end with the last question that I ask all of my guests on every single episode. And that is, what change do you wish to see in the world or within your industries? In the world, I want everybody to start just being kind to each other. That's like such a like Miss America state. World yeah. peace. You know, world <laughs> peace. I was gonna say acceptance. You know, like, it, yeah. It, yeah, just like sure. you know, if it's not harming you, if it's not imposing on your life in any way, it's just like just chill. Yeah, you know, just have let a, people live. Just like yeah. let like just enjoy the good qualities of that person, mm-hmm. and like thrive off of that you don't have to always look at the negative qualities of a relationship totally i was gonna say acceptance too i mean the amount of like diverse people we meet across the board i mean everyone from everywhere from all over the world and if you just i mean god just talk to someone they have so much to tell you and Uh actually it is a and you might small world you might learn something along the way and it's i love it i love talking to on yeah. planes because I'm like where'd you come from is this home are you heading home are you going to work like all sorts of different it. stories it is it's great I don't know yeah I just and you learn yeah. different words like in Minnesota they say oopta <laughs> and, and, and don't you know and don't stuff you like know. that it's, it's fun yeah I think just acceptance awesome. I think we all have a lot more in common than we think absolutely yeah. we're all or human realize. we're all skin and bones it really is just we're all, all existing on this planet together we right. all we all bleed the same color yes right yep. well thanks so much for joining me this oh, was so fun having thank us. you for having us it was yeah. a nice reunion and yeah. i appreciate you welcoming us to your show yeah of course. exciting. i'll see you guys soon yeah, bye, bye.